Support for WRFA is brought to you in part by listeners like you who believe in the vital public service WRFA provides through its arts and education programming, as well as through our coverage of local news and public affairs. Plus, your generous support lets us provide a number of volunteer-based programs to be shared on our airwaves. Help keep community radio in Jamestown and Chautauqua County alive by making a contribution today. To make a tax-deductible donation or learn more about becoming a station underwriter, use the donate page on our website, wrfalp.com, or send a check to WRFA Radio, 116 East 3rd Street, Jamestown, New York. Or you can call 716-664-2465. You are tuned in to Arts on Fire right here on 107.9 WRFA. How you doing out there? I'm your host, Anthony Merchant, here with you. Early on in the episode, we are starting off the show with, uh, I don't even know what number, but returning guest will just say, uh, Mr. Joseph Grice with me, local artist, a lot of things going on right now, quite a big one. I haven't, uh, you know, funny, actually, I've talked about the exhibit, but I don't think I've talked with the uh, artist about it yet, but uh, he has taking flight up right now at RTPI, his uh, exhibit up until October, so you got a little while longer, as well as uh, a whole whole lot more so i mean we're gonna talk to uh joe now kind of get see what's going on in the world of uh joe grice joe how you doing good good thanks for having me on oh absolutely like so let's uh let's kind of catch up i mean what have you we've talked to you many times i don't think i've talked to you much this year like art wise what have you kind of been up to um so of course i've been uh i i was working on the uh the exhibit that's at rtpi right now taking flight um That'll be uh, up through, I think it's October 8th is the last day. So um, spent the early early part of the year and uh, part of last year just really kind of plugging away at that. Um, did a couple of things over the summer, and then uh, right now I'm working on some of the illustrations for my 2024 calendar. I do a calendar every year. I think yeah. this is probably my seventh calendar, I think. Oh, wow. Um, that I've done, so... 20 i believe 2018 was the first one so it's like sixth or seventh calendar here how has um, it been 2018 being that many years yeah i don't know when you just said know. five or six years or seven years you've been doing it i feel like that yeah. was so long ago and it's it's not yeah okay. yeah seventh this will be my seventh calendar because wow. it's always you know like one more than it's the next year so um yeah so i'm i'm just kind of plugging away at the illustrations for that and uh you know just always keeping busy how early do you, I, I'm a fan of those calendars. I, I like it. I have mine up now. And like, I mean, I, I'm sure I, I kind of flipped through it when I got it back in December, but you know, you kind of forget at times. So it's always a treat to flip it to the next month. Sure. I, I always look forward to what you have next. Yeah. Like how, how far in advance do you start kind of working on that? I mean, obviously you're working on it now, but yeah. how uh, early on do you start working on those? I mean, is summer is summer too early? So we're going to those calendars or that's about the time you're doing it. That's around the time that I start um, thinking about it, just kind mm. of like mentally preparing. It's kind for, of early stages. Yeah, yeah. And um, thinking about um, the types of birds that I want, The uh, if there's like a, a, a theme, overall theme, or just certain like techniques or things that I want to, to make sure to include. Um, I'll be thinking about those things. In the first couple years, it was really um, images of the the paintings that I had done over the course of the prior year. Mm. Um, and then it turned into, um, 
So every every October, there's like this. There's been this drawing initiative called Inktober, created by this illustrator Jake Parker. Basically, to to it's like this global kind of worldwide thing for artists to take to to be part of, participate in um, every every year. So um, every day, there's like a different draw. Basically, you're just doing a different drawing every day for the month of October. Just so, you know, it's like a fun exercise, you know, everybody kind of keeps each other accountable. And, um, so it started off, uh, started off with my paintings. Then I wanted to take Inktober and turn it into, uh, my own initiative where I was doing a different bird drawing every day. And, um, there was a couple years where I did like 31 bird drawings and then I oh, just wow. picked the 12 best for the, for the calendar. And the past, uh, two years, um, really, um, instead of doing that, I'm, I'm just focusing on just 12 drawings for, um, for the calendar and spending you know, two months just to kind of really hone in on, on the artwork and develop them and, and, um, kind of more, more, um, being more, uh, thoughtful about, about what the drawings are going to be and, and put more effort into the calendar aspect as opposed to here's these drawings and here's, you know, a handful of them that I want to include in the, in the calendar, if that makes sense. No, no, that definitely, that, that makes sense. When you're like, when you're putting the birds in there, and I guess I'm trying to, I'm trying to think, because again, I mean, I'm I'm used to seeing them, but I don't have it in front of me. Like, do you do you kind of put the birds with it? Like, are there are there certain birds where you're like, oh, that's gonna fit good for like the summertime, or that one's gonna be a good fall bird? I mean, do you, do you kind of think in that way at all when you're putting them in there? Or I do, I do. Um, definitely, there's there's different themes and different um, different birds uh, that remind you of certain months or birds that kind of fit certain months so of course like a a cardinal is going to fit for december and like birds like uh like great blue herons or eagles or um you know pileated woodpeckers are good for like summer months Uh, and then you know you have uh and and I like to think of things in terms of like Western New York and which birds are kind of starting to migrate through in yeah. certain times of the year. So you do have um, specific birds that remind you of of certain times of year. So I do kind of consider those types of things. Um, but I'm I'm always trying to I I don't like to repeat the same bird from the year before. So, mm. um, so I, I try to keep a variety of like the species of birds that are in- included just to kind of mix things up. Of course, you know, a Cardinal is probably going to make it in like every other one or something like that. There's some staples. Yeah. There, yeah, yeah. You know. Of course. But you know, I, I, it never gets old, you know, painting certain species of birds for sure. No, I'm, I always look forward to those. I'll be, uh, I'll be excited to see what, a next year's looks like mm-hmm. you know kind of kind of talking about that whole process thing and kind of getting back to the exhibit at rtpi right now like in the beginning of that like how far because i was wondering the behind the scenes side of that for you you know for your side of that stuff i mean when did you kind of first discover you were going to do an exhibit and really what were the first stages i mean of putting something like that together i mean was it basically did you know, like, did they give you like, Hey, this is what we want. So you kind of had an idea or was it like, Hey, you do an exhibit, 
just with your art and now you got to figure that out you know kind of how defined was that in the beginning as well um it was it was pretty open um maria the the curator at rtpi had contacted me about um potentially doing a artist residency there mm-hmm. in um uh i believe it was august 2022 so i had um you know several months kind of leading up to that and um then did a week-long artist residency there which they're they're you know doing a great job with this new kind of like residency program where um artists will go for a week um spend a week in the archives and you know the the private book library and everything that they've got um and be able to see Roger Tory Peterson's uh works over over you know the many decades that he had been you know professional uh illustrator so um really I had uh somewhat of an idea of what I wanted to do and then um did the residency and kind of made a game plan over the next uh almost year so so from like September um September through uh like April-ish of 20 of this year um planning this this 10 painting series where um it was it was a lot of uh interpreting his work um through kind of the lens of a fine artist his Roger's work was um uh, very like educational and scientific in mm-hmm. nature um but I kind of view myself as like almost like an artist first uh, so I'm painting birds but not for like a specific like educational uh ornithological Joe Grice field guy thing yeah I, I I uh do it more from like the uh the artistic emotional um connection uh to to the birds um so I I kind of uh created this series um based on that but but um Maria kind of left it open as far as like the the interpretation or what their expectation was of uh what they wanted the this series to be really it was just you know you're you're an artist resident here um you know kind of do your own do your own research and take away what what you want to take away and that's kind of what they encourage is like um all these different viewpoints of artists to to you know come up with different ways of interpreting Roger Tory Peterson's work which is what is so cool about you know the art world in general is there's so many ways that you can interpret an artist's work yeah no i mean like like you were kind of saying even with the uh you know, the way you kind of, you know, approached it where it's like, you know, maybe, maybe less of that, that educational side where like mm-hmm. you're going in less of a technical standpoint. Cause that's like me. I mean, I love like hiking and going in nature. I love seeing birds, but I don't, I have, don't, don't ask me names sure. or like to identify sure. them. It's like, that's a gorgeous bird. Kind of the same with trees. It, that's a gorgeous tree or that's a gorgeous mushroom. I can't name it. I can't tell you what kind it is, but I, that color's nice or that's very vivid or something, right, you know? Right. But that's, what's so cool about it is like, you know, you, you are, are on a hike and you see a, like a bald Eagle flying in the sky. Like yes. there's that, there's that emotional kind of like story. That's, that's part of that interaction that connects you with nature. And that's that first step, 
to yes. to make people care about um, what it is that we're you know that we're sharing our our world with you know what I mean yeah. so so that's what that's what kind of like is that that little spark that kind of makes that connection and um, I wanted to kind of uh, take more of like a storytelling approach to those little moments. And would you say, I mean, it, it kind of sounded like it, but it sounds like it fell into place pretty easy for you. Like it doesn't sound like it was like excruciating trying to figure out how to fill that or what kind of artwork to go in there or to put in there. It doesn't, it sounded like a fairly easy process or, um, or not. <laughs> uh, I guess the, I guess the idea is to make it seem more effortless than it actually is. You know what okay. I mean? Like, so there was, it was definitely a labor of love. There was a lot of like really hard work and kind of like questioning what it is that you're doing. But, um, that's another thing that I loved about, uh, doing the residency there and seeing, uh, Roger's work o- over the years was, um, seeing uh different different pieces that he had like abandoned or walk away from like different unfinished things sketches that he crossed out so it was really cool to like and and very encouraging to see literally you know the best artist at what he was doing at the time um have these moments of humanity and have these moments of doubt where he's like all right well this isn't working so i'm gonna like i'm gonna start fresh and, and redo this painting in us and, and, you know, kind of, uh, take a different approach to it. So, um, and those are the different things that happen in every artist's life that, that are behind the scenes that you don't really get to see that, um, have that little, that human connection, like, okay, this is a, this is a real person that made these things. So, um, that's what, that was really cool about, about the residency and having to, uh, be able to see those types of things. It, it's funny, like, I, I can't connect this to music, but there's literally something I thought of earlier today. I forget who it was was putting out a box set, like just hundreds of kind of unfinished, unreleased, things like that. And, like, in a certain way, you go, like, well, why wouldn't it? Why does it take 50 years to get those out or whatever? But it's the same thing. It's like, because people think that whoever that is, like, everything they write is gold or is amazing. Right. It's like, not at all this is actually seeing how imperfect people can be and how everything they write is not a gem not everything you be it art not every piece of artwork is your greatest artwork not every song is your greatest song like so it is kind of interesting because it's funny i was thinking in that kind of that same regard earlier today about it in in music where you know and like with you getting to see that and go i mean this guy's regarded so highly obviously his work was amazing but there's steps to that. He didn't just wake right. up and just pump out 20 amazing works of art every single day. Yeah. It's just like, oh, just another day in the life of Roger Tory Peterson. Yep, exactly. And that's the thing is like you always see that's a I heard like an analogy, like you only ever see like maybe 10% of an artist's actual work. You, you know, that so, has to be I'm not even um, an artist and I have to believe that's true. Yeah. I mean, and and you know, it's gonna vary from from person to person. But yeah, I mean, like, um uh each person is kind of unique and has their own vision of what it is that, that they want to be producing. And, um, so it's, it's important to be able to recognize that that's what makes that special. That's what makes these really incredible things so special is because there's this process and the elimination of certain things and figuring out what works, what doesn't work. And, um, 
So it's always like a pleasure to be able to like, you know, hear those demos or see those types of things that uh, that are like a look of you inside of the mind of the artist or the creator or whatever. Yeah, they're no different. They're yeah. no different than anybody else, you know. No, I definitely agree with that. You also have, uh, you know, on top of the exhibit, you are going to be a part of uh, an upcoming festival, I believe, also at RTPI. Yeah, so they're, um, they, the... Uh, first one was was last year, but they um, started the uh, the Plan Air Festival. So it's uh, this coming uh, next week, really. It's uh, I think the fourteenth, fifteenth, and sixteenth. So um, I, I believe registration is is still open for it. If there's any artists out there that um, that want to get out there and and do some plain air painting uh in person around uh some of the areas in chautauqua county but um there's there's a group of artists that will be going out doing some live painting um from around the area um on i i believe it's thursday and then uh friday and then saturday we'll be doing like a little like a wet paint reception where um each artist kind of submits their submits one painting and we all get to see everybody's work and what everybody was working on, which is always a really cool thing to see. Like, um, you know, a group of people getting together painting, you know, the same types of scenes and, and using similar mediums, but, but seeing the way that each person interprets our, uh, landscape and what types of things that people end up like gravitating towards or focusing on. It's, It's really cool. Um, we've got like a, a really talented diverse group of of artists around the area so it's always cool to see that and then i think um select works will be picked for an exhibition at rtpi um in i think october through through the spring so there will be you'll be able to go to rtpi and see some of the planar paintings that some of the artists did during the festival um oh, nice. so it'll yeah it's it's just a really cool thing that they've been doing the past couple of years so hopefully it continues to to grow over the the next upcoming years too i like seeing all your i mean with your artwork anybody who's seen your artwork i mean you, you fit kind of perfectly for you know what's going on at rtpi so it's nice I to kind of it. you know see you a part of all that how about also, I mean, I was just uh, a couple episodes ago talking about Artscape. And, uh, I mean, anybody who's been downtown has probably seen the uh, art up. And I know you're a mm-hmm. part of that. I mean, tell us a little bit about uh, what you got in Artscape, your, your uh, piece of work that's in there. Yeah, so Leslie Leslie and Frank did an incredible job with the uh, the Artscape initiative. I oh, mean, absolutely. it's such a, such a cool um, project for, uh, for Jamestown to, to be able to have and showcase the, uh, the artwork of the amazing artists that we've got around town. Um, I did submit um, artwork for the uh, the Heron painting that I've actually got up at RTPI right now. Oh, was nice. selected for one of the banners, so I've got a, a banner um, that's uh, that's here downtown, kind of on the corner of the uh, the Ice Arena. So the the corner closest to the uh, the Third Street Bridge there. Oh, nice. Um, uh, I believe it's Thurston, the corner of Thurston and Third Street. So it's funny, I drive up that road all the time, and I don't uh, know the name of it. But at the road you're talking yeah. about, I constantly take it to get to work. Right, right. So, um, so yeah, it'll be uh, that's that's on uh, that on the banner. That's that's right on that uh, that street corner there. So it's a really cool um, 
but it's, it's really cool to, to be part of that project and, and definitely a privilege to be, you know, featured among uh, all the local artists that are, uh, that are here kind of making downtown a little bit more beautiful, you know? I know now that I'm thinking about it, your artwork is on display in downtown Jamestown and at RTPI, a whole exhibit. Uh, any, I mean, is it? Is there anywhere else in uh, Jamestown that it's up right now? Like, is there anywhere else I'm missing where your artwork is up right now? Um, the the girls that own uh, Bobby and Lauren that own um, Art Cloth and Craft oh, yeah, have yeah, been yeah. like huge supporters of my work. They're they're good friends of mine, so uh, they're they're always uh, having some some works of mine kind of on display, and they've got oh nice. Um, prints and and note cards and different things featured down there so i think i've even heard your music in there i believe i've heard you <laughs> probably, played in there before probably <laughs> you're probably. everywhere man you're everywhere yeah I was, I was thinking too i was gonna ask you you know like with uh with what you're working on i mean you know we're talking about uh like what you got rtp and everything i know like last year i remember if i'm if i'm remembering you can tell me maybe i'm totally making up i thought you were doing stuff with sunsets have you done have you continued that at all this year have you worked on sunsets at all this year um, no, not really. I, I did a, uh, a series of sunset paintings actually for art cloth and craft. They had a, oh, uh, nice. they had a display of artists that had done, uh, work based on, um, ba- uh, scenes around Jamestown. Um, so there was like some photography and paintings, illustrations, different things like that. Um, so I did like a small series of, of oil paintings, um, from scenes around Jamestown that I had done for that. So, um, that was up, that was up last summer, but that was a really fun kind of project to, to work on. Cause I had all of these photos, we get really incredible sunsets Insanely around here. Gorgeous. And I've, I had a folder on my computer of like, <laughs> you know, hundreds and hundreds of sunsets I'd been taking pictures of over the past, like literally like 20 years or something like that. And, um, so I, it was, it was a cool opportunity for me to, to be able to like pick some of my favorite ones and, and do, do some, uh, some paintings of, uh, some of the sunsets that, that always like, you know, leave, leave me, uh, you know, breathless that, that we get around here. Oh, it's, it's insane. What you get. My, my main, I think reason for asking was talking to, uh, artist Thomas Anir last week or the week before. And, he does a lot of sunset paintings and just how different they are this year from the uh-huh. wildfire smoke and everything and just oh, how yeah. like mm-hmm. which is true. So I was like thinking that I'm like, you know, if you were still doing sunsets, I was wondering if they're any different this year. Yeah. But you're not working on sunsets right now. No, no. <laughs> if I uh during the Plan Air Festival next week, if I happen to still be out during When's sunset, I would love to it might. I would it's love dark to do real one. early. It's it's <laughs> sunsets are tricky to do. Um, on site because they're so fleeting so it's yeah. it's really hard and then you're painting um facing the sun so your your canvas <laughs> is like kind of in the dark a little bit so your your uh perception of the colors that you're painting are are a little bit skewed plus you're literally staring, staring at the at sun, the sun. Yeah. so um so that's it's a little bit tricky, but um, that's definitely a challenge that I would I would love to be able to like you know kind of crank something out and and do something something like that based around the sunset. Is there any kind of I mean we were talking about this a little bit even before the mics came on, but like you know is, is there anything I guess you know kind of going along with that that you still kind of I don't know if it's a subject or even a style of painting that you haven't done. Or you're like, I'd, I'd still like to even just dabble in that or try it. And maybe it is a subject. Maybe it's not even a style. It's just like, mm-hmm. oh, I've never really tried drawing 
that kind of thing, but I would like to draw trees or something. I mean, it's a terrible example, yeah. but you know, there anything that come to mind that you're still like, you know, I've never really tried that. I'd still like to do. Um, that's the thing about art is like, there's most things that I haven't <laughs> tried. Like, uh, you know, I, I have, I kind of like, uh, like to do a lot of different types of things. Like, you know, do some wildlife art, do some landscape, um, doing like, you know, figurative or portraits or anything like that. But, um, I think abstract is the thing that eludes me the most. Um, I'm a very like kind of literal analytical artist. I always like kind of take things very literally and Mm. have a hard time like loosening up. So, um, abstract is like one of the things that is like never makes sense to me. I love, I love like, uh, looking at abstract work and, um, I think that there's a lot of lessons that you can take away, especially if you're um, like a representational artist that does like somewhat realistic things. Um, there's something that to be said about being able to loosen up and allow um, uh, the the paint to have some spontaneity to it and be able to, um, you know, get a little bit creative and have some fun with your work. Mm. Um, there's always lessons that you can, you can take away that, um, just doing doing abstract work it, it, it always is a struggle for me so that's one thing that that um is always like kind of on my radar it's like okay well there's there's room to like uh uh loosen up and and kind of like take things away from work that's that's totally the opposite of what it is that you do so um yeah that's... i'd like to see you do that because i mean just going off your work it would i feel like abstract would be very different yeah to like what we're used to you know at uh-huh. least at least what kind of what kind of what is out there yeah like you know i don't yeah abstract's not what i think of so much with your work I, it'd be interesting to see how you you know your idea you, kind of how uh your work would come out in an abstract way yeah exactly and that's the thing is like whenever i whenever i have done it that very infrequent times in my life where i have attempted it it's always like I always end up like overthinking it and like, you know, messing it up and, you know, you're, you're, and I bet there's not a lot of rules to that. That might be the other problem is abstract art. I don't feel like there's a lot of, you can go in and there's a big old guide to go by. It's abstract art. I don't kind of, you know what I mean? But that's the thing too, is I also, when I'm, uh, when I do, if I, if I teach like a workshop or something like that, I do try to encourage people to feel as though there aren't, uh, set rules, even if they're mm-hmm. doing something like painting birds or whatever. Um, there's not set rules that you need to actually follow. Uh-huh. These are just kind of like guidelines to create an image. But if there's something that kind of pulls you in a certain direction or you feel like kind of playing around and being creative, then, I, you know, I always encourage people to, you know, be able to to have some fun in that art making process because mm-hmm. it is a process at the end of the day and it's for you first, you know, you're yeah. the one that's, that's making it. So, um, you know, you should definitely allow yourself to, um, be able to, to, you know, have some freedom and be able to have some fun with it. Nice. Nice. No, that, that seems like, I mean, again, I can't paint or draw to save my life, but it seems like that's a better way to look at it than, you got to stay in this box and, right. you know, right. 
start start just stressing out if you're doing it right or wrong kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, and you that's know. the thing is you can you can sometimes like stop yourself before you begin because you're thinking <laughs> like th- this has to be going a certain way. the The hardest step is just like just do it first, and then you know upon repeating that process, you can you can kind of uh, figure out what works for you and what doesn't. No, that makes sense. You know, I mean, we we've given people again. I mean, you got we, you got the arts, you got a piece of artscape out. You got the exhibit. You're going to be at the uh, festival here coming up in like a week. Um, a lot going on. I mean, what else do you have up for the uh, rest of 2023? What else is going on with you this year? Um, so I will be uh, I'll, I'll be trying to get the calendar done for 2024. And um, in October, on Saturday, October 14th, I'll be doing a one-day open studio sale. Oh, nice. From, uh, like, 10 to 2 p.m., 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at my studio. Uh, So if you go to uh, my website or find me on Facebook or Instagram, you'll be able to kind of see more details about that. But uh, I I did one in um, uh, a couple of months ago and invited some people some people to to kind of come check out my studio see some of the work that I've I've you know have collected and uh created over the past couple of years and uh so it was it was a cool uh little thing to do over the weekend so I decided to do another one on uh, October 14th and I I may be doing one uh, around like um small business Saturday or something you know towards like November but October 14th is uh, my next, like, official one that I'll be doing. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. Come to the studio where all this uh, artwork's getting made at. Uh-huh. Well, uh, I don't know, man. I mean, as we close this out, have we missed anything? Should we let people uh, know anything else? I don't think so. My uh, my website is uh, josephgrice.art, um, and uh, on Instagram it's josephgriceart with underscores in between, and uh, josephgriceart on Facebook, too. Go find them there. All right. Well, I'm sure this is uh, far from your last time. I'm sure we'll have you on for whatever's coming up next. You stay quite busy. Mm -hmm. But uh, I'll be back with more in just a second. You're tuned in to Arts on Fire right here on 107.9 WRFA.